I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Welcome! Wow, it is uh, November already, November 1st, 2023. We're going to be uh, talking to 107 at the bottom of the hour. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, we had to push this whole show back two hours based upon Juan's schedule, um, but we really want to get his uh, take on everything that's going on, especially with Israel and the biblical Israel. Does he think it's a biblical Israel like I do? Uh, we'll find out from Juan. Uh, we'll maybe talk about the Balfour um expiration as well. Uh, we'll talk about Elon Musk saying about talking about a mind virus. We'll get into that and a bunch of other news in the next half hour, maybe even get into to, to a few um, prophetic words and then we'll uh, have Juan come on and, and get some great discussion going on with him. So let's dig in to some of this now. I'm going to go to some breaking news on here. It says, so Joe Rogan and Elon Musk say the woke mind virus is destroying civilization. So this is really Elon saying why he bought Twitter. He feels that there is literally a mind virus is what he called it. And so I think that is, you know, a good description of something that, that um, is, really, is really happening. He said the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of San Francisco, downtown San Francisco. So here's the, they basically dressed up for Halloween when they were talking about this and um, it was a pretty blunt um, discussion. And you can uh, you can actually go onto Twitter and find the full episode. Um, and uh, and but here's this two minute clip. Let's listen to part of this. And have a dream that you didn't do there it. There we go. <laughs> and your life is infinitely easier. Well, it's certainly um, a recipe for trouble, I suppose, or contention. Um, well, he asked him um, why he. Why he uh, started Twitter? It ultimately that led you to make the decision to do it. I mean, this is going to sound uh, somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization. Uh, that it was uh, just having a bad a bad impact, um, and. Um, 
I think part of it is that it's it's where it's where it was located, which is uh, you know downtown San Francisco. Um, and while I I think San Francisco is a beautiful city, and and we should really fight hard to um, kind of right the ship of San Francisco. If you've walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the ex FKA Twitter headquarters, it's a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rough. Have you have you been been in that area? Not lately. No, yeah. I've heard. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. I've heard you you really can't believe it until you actually go there. You can't believe it until you go there. So now you have to say, well, what philosophy led to that outcome? And that philosophy was being piped to Earth. <laughs> so, um, you know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained, so that that the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited, um, was effectively given an information a weapon, um, a tec- uh, inf- information technology weapon to propagate uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth. Um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco. It is the end of civilization. The end of People civilization. Is that not amazing? <laughs> That's what Elon is calling uh, what Twitter was doing with, and this is talking about all the progressive you know, useful idiot uh, to, that uh, Saul Alinsky talks about. Make sure you get all these people to come in and attack and divide everybody because they're doing insane things, such as uh, supporting terrorists, such as such as uh, the gender, um, you know, multiple genders, and um, and all the, all the progressive um, poison that we have is what's destroyed San Francisco. And he said that was going to be basically that mind virus was going to go everywhere. So that's really interesting. So trying to figure out Elon where he is in all this is uh, really interesting. You see a, a former black hat that turned to be a white hat. That seems to be like a potential scenario. Or is he controlled opposition where the, the black hats are using him? Or is he a white hat that actually is, uh, you know, fooled fooled a lot of the uh, black hats. That's that's a, a big discussion going on. The same discussion with Netanyahu. Uh, you know, many people are having that same discussion about Trump. Um, but we know, based upon biblical history as well as the prophets, we can get a lot more clarity. That's why this show takes all this information in and puts it up against. Um, and that's why we have 107 coming on who understands biblical history. Right, and uh, he didn't, might not understand the prophets as much as we do. It's always good to get these different viewpoints in and, and be able to really figure out what's going on. Here's Elon Musk rips George Soros as well for eroding the fabric of civilization. Says he rescued Twitter from the far left. Musk Warner's views of the woke mind virus in a podcast appearance. So this is just another article, but this one emphasizing another part of his, his area where he he was talking about the you know and, and this really is the same thing he was talking about that mind virus. All these organizations, all these billions of dollars. Remember, George Soros became a billion, million, billionaire slash trillionaire by using the Solinsky tactics on other countries and destroying their currency, etc., and making billions on that. And he put that same attack that he did on all these other countries on the United States now because you can't get to a one-world government with a strong United States that's independent of people that love each other. You've got to get people to fight and you've got to destroy it from within. That's exactly the, what we're seeing right now. Hey, this episode is sponsored by Curit. Um, a lot of people are trying this. Uh, you, I think you're going to really love this. This is, if you go to curitnow.com, you're going to get this biblical oil that's frankincense and myrrh in it. 
Um, and if you go do any research on frankincense and myrrh, you'll see why it was expensive back in the time of Christ, why it was such a precious gift to Christ, right? Because it's got great healing properties. And so just do any, do any research on that. You're going to see why there's so many testimonials here, including from uh, Carrie Madej, the, the, the actual, so you'll just see uh, five star after five star after five star of what this oil is doing. And here's Carrie Madej has a full um, video on this, right? It's a, it's a pretty long, oh, it's like 18 um, minutes. It is. But she uh, is, is, is advocating the whole, um, the, again, cureitnow.com. Again, it's biblical healing oil. I love it because what you can do is you can actually use it for um, anointing, and it, but it also has a little healing property. So there's different different ones with different strengths that you can choose to get really high strength. That's got more of the healing properties, and more that's got less of the healing properties, and more can be for kind of anointing oil, but also is extremely healthy. This can be actually, as you know, frankincense and myrrh can be inhaled. It can be, it can be internally taken as well as external. So a beautiful oil. That's the best I've ever seen. I was real excited when I found out about this. Again, you can find it at Cure with a K, K U R E it, now.com. The link's down below in the video as well. I think it really gets yourself some bottles. Um, there's a there's a special uh, as well. You have to type in ages. So you'll do the B two T code to get twenty percent off of the regular oil. But you get a free oil. You get a free bottle of this. I think it's uh, for the first week of November. Um, if you spend over ninety nine dollars on in the cart, you'll get a brand. You get an absolutely free bottle of the oil of Elijah, right? The oil of Elijah, right here. Hopefully, you can see that on the screen. Oil of Elijah, and uh, that'll be absolutely free using the code Ages. So use Ages to get your free oil after you do $99 worth of stuff and get your 20% discount using the B2T code. Hope <laughs> hope that's not too uh, too complex, but I think you'll see it as you go. So Hamas, Spox, will do 10-7 time and again until Israel is annihilated. So this is the way Hamas talks, right? Not only uh, the, the grossest stuff they're doing. I mean, if you go look back at some of those stories, I mean, there was an eight-year-old girl they literally cut the hand off of and just let her bleed to death. Right, it, it, and there's a lot of examples of just massive, massive um, um, torture that they did, and so they, this was not just coming in and annihilating and killing everybody. This was literally torture as well, in 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 the, some of the most extraordinary, horrible ways to innocent children. Most of the people in these kibbutzes, these places that they went and attacked, were they don't believe in guns, they don't believe in violence, they were completely defenseless, and uh, to actually torture those people. And, and um, kill them and kidnap them is something, and you'll deceive. This is shows you Hamas is satanic. It's, it's demons, right? You can't deny that because they don't. They 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 want to actually annihilate other another race, right? That's just that's just not human thinking, of course, right? And uh, so that that's what the difference is here. I mean, 97% of all people in Palestine will live through this war. Most likely, because the three percent are going to die, are, are either terrorists or those that are being used as human shields. But they're not trying to kill everybody in Palestine. That that so so using the, the term um, genocide is what they would do to Israel. It's not what Israel is doing to the other side. It's really important to to, to heed that. So Hamas, what will what does Hamas Hamas really want? Western commentators often muse. Palestine apologists claim that their actions come to response to the supposed open-air prison conditions in Gaza and settler encroachment in the West Bank, and they call them occupants, when it's really not that way at all. 
All of that is simply propaganda served up to Western media and moral idiots. When Hamas speaks to Arab audiences, they make their annihilist goal crystal clear, none of which have to do with Gaza or the West Bank, but with Israel entirely. The last we saw of this uh, Ghazi Hamad, the Hamas spokesman bailed out of BBC interview when asked about the carnage among civilians and after reporter Hugo Bachaga kept pressing Hamad over his details that Hamas had slaughtered unarmed men, women, and children. Three days earlier, however, Hamad had embraced those attacks and promised more and more exactly like it. Hamad told Lebanon's LBC audience that Hamas would continue slaughtering Jews until they destroyed Israel and that Jews deserved it. Right, so, um, and you'll be able to see that here in the show notes. Again, everything you can show if you just go to blessedteach.com and every single link I show you, you'll have available to you as well as a summary of the show each and every Tuesday through Friday for the Monday through Thursday shows. I think you really enjoy that, so make sure you go to blessedteach.com and get on that show note list. Um, here's a Fetterman loyalty to Israel is starting to tick off his fellow Democrats. So it's interesting that all the rhinos and the Democrats and most of the Democrats. Um, are being supporting Israel. That's why I think there's something to do with this whole Mossad and the whole intelligence agencies, and you know, and even when you have the the, the globalist of Macron and the globalist of Trudeau and Biden all supporting Israel right now, it just is, is a little fishy, and that's why we have to continue to support Israel from a biblical perspective and from just a just a non-demonic perspective of Hamas. Right? We also have to know what else is going behind the scenes. They want world war, and that's what we'll be talking to 107 to get his take on all this. Um, but there is a democratic faction of just the, 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 the complete extremists that are now, like almost all the universities, supporting. Uh, it's really an anti-Israel bent com- on, on completely, right? And, uh, and we're seeing that. And now that's starting to eat the Democrats alive because now that the, the fight within the Democratic Party is pretty intense, right? But they've divided us all uh, like they like to do. That's, that's, that's exactly what, the, what, what they, their, their goal is. Here's an incredible video by Donald Trump, which gives me hope, right? Like I have a son that dropped out of college, uh, just felt it was all woke theology. And um, it says, in recent weeks, Americans have been horrified to see students and faculty at Harvard and other once respected universities expressing support for the savages and jihadists who attack Israel. We spent more money on higher education than any other country, and yet they're turning out, turning their, our, our students into communist and terrorist sympathizers. It's time to offer something dramatically different. The American Academy. So this is interesting, where he would offer and do uh, and, and use an approach to try to get to free um, bachelor degrees. Um, and so this is this is Trump talking about. Let's listen to him. In recent weeks, Americans have been horrified to see students and faculty at Harvard and other once-respected universities expressing support for the savages and jihadists who attacked Israel. We spend more money on higher education than any other country, and yet they're turning our students into communists and terrorists and sympathizers of many, many different dimensions. We can't let this happen. It's time to offer something dramatically different. Under the plan I'm announcing today, we will take the billions and billions of dollars that we will collect by taxing, fining, and suing excessively large private university endowments. And we will then use that money to endow a new institution called the American Academy, 
Its mission will be to make a truly world-class education available to every American, free of charge, and do it without adding a single dime to the federal debt. This institution will gather an entire universe of the highest quality educational content covering the full spectrum of human knowledge and skills and make that material available to every American citizen online for free. Now, is that not awesome? <laughs> it's like, this is like, this is like, if you just look at all the money being poured into these schools, and these schools are now being completely taken over, you know, all seven mountains of cultural influence. We talk about education is one of those, where 12 of every 13 professors is a leftist, right? So you have hardly any chance of your child coming out of there without, without uh, being damaged and moved into this socialist slash communist thinking. That is why there's so many college campuses uh, saying what Hamas did was not that bad and what Israel's doing is genocide, which is just the opposite. Remember, every single person they came in touch with, they killed or, and are using as hostages. And they will genocide all of the uh, all of Israel if they get a chance, right? And 97% of the people in Palestine are going to end up still being alive even after the war, right? Because of the precise attacks and the fact that they're attacking military only, and the only ones that are innocent civilians dying are the ones that are using as human shields. So again, big difference. But just think about having a having um, actual non-woke oriented type training. Right, and actually get bachelor's degree in a much faster way. And he talks about that next. Whether you want lectures or ancient histories or an introduction to financial accounting or training in a skilled trade, the goal will be to deliver it and get it done properly using study groups, mentors, industry partnerships, and the latest breakthrough in computing. This will be a truly top-tier education option for the people. It will be strictly non-political, and there will be no wokeness or Woo! jihadism allowed. None of that's going to be allowed. <laughs> Most importantly, the American Academy will compete directly with the existing and very costly four-year university system by granting students degree credentials that the U.S. government and all federal contractors will henceforth recognize. The Academy will award the full and complete equivalent of a bachelor's degree. In addition, to help the 40 million Americans who have some college education but no degree, the American Academy will grant credit for past coursework at legacy institutions and give you the chance to complete your education at the American Academy for free and much more quickly than is now possible or available. That's key is the much more quickly, right? The, to do full four years and, and, and putting these, all these students in massive debt and uh, or parents in massive debt, um, then um, they get to come out and and it's it's like that you're enslaved to the, the 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 Federal Reserve right away, right? That's kind of what the whole system is built on. This will be a revolution in higher education. It will provide life-changing opportunities for tens of millions of our citizens. Enjoy it, learn from it, and thank you. There we go, guys. I think that this is the best is yet to come type fit philosophy. I'm real excited about some of the things and the ideas coming out of here and what we're going to get to. Trump blasts attempt to illegally remove his name from the ballot in Colorado on phony insurrection claims. So this whole false flag they did with the BLMers and, and uh, Antifa people and MAGA stuff and and purposely not having the, the National Guard there and purposely having the cameras all ready 
and uh, and 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 then coming down on anybody that that talked about election fraud, and doing um, the massive police state action against everyone that uh, that was had some military careers. If you look at the people they really attacked hard was anybody that had any military background. So if crooked crooked Joe with the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. Obviously, and again, so this, so this this whole lawsuit from Colorado trying to get him off the ballot is a, a just another attempt of using that false flag, the the January sixth false flag, to actually try uh, to get him off the ballot. That is that is a interesting move. It's just going to make Trump more popular, in my opinion. Why Justin Trudeau is blaming grocers for surging food prices in the Canada. This is what the elites do. They blame everybody but themselves on everything else. So uh, obviously inflation is not caused by the grocery stores trying to stay open by keeping their profits uh, to where they need to be to keep to keep open. Politicians such as Trudeau cannot admit it's their own policies and money printing that are to blame for high food prices. And so we're seeing that all over. And uh, what they've done here is trying to make everybody's life miserable and get us under control with tyranny is what is, is, is what their real goal is here. Migrants are behind the boom in New York City's red light district. So there's huge amounts of prostitution uh, going on. And again, the, even, the, uh, even the, the, the Eric Adams, the mayor, the corrupt mayor is actually blaming it on, on the migrants. And obviously uh, that is gonna become a huge issue and destroy our, our each, each city by city as this continues to mount up in numbers. Um, you just can't can't uh, have this invasion continue. Only 3.5% of Americans opted to get the last COVID shot. Do you read that? This is an awesome stat, guys. 3.5%, I, I talked to you about, uh, um, I think it was about a month and a half ago, I, I had a, I saw a stat that only 25% of the people were planning on getting um, a COVID booster and when 75% got the, got the shot originally, right? That's down to 3.5% now. So you, you just can't give poison to people that they know they've been poisoned and can expect them to go get more poison, right? And so th this is huge news. This shows that the people are waking up to the medical cartel. You have Pfizer, the lack of demand for the new vaccine has pharmaceutical giants such as Pfizer recording losses. I reported on that yesterday, um, but 3.5% when it was 75% for the original shot. That is great news. Their fear tactics are not able to control us with the mainstream media anymore. The, the great awakening is happening. And part of this is the medical cartel being completely exposed. New studies are coming out, new lawsuits are being filed right and left. This is going to be um, just a huge benefit to societies worldwide um, are all waking up. And again, the CDC is, uh, is being outed. The WHO is being out of the NAAHA, right? Is it being outed? That's exciting to see that. And I really suggest you guys watch this movie by Dines Vesuzo, who where it's the film state, the, the, the police state. This, uh, this film called The Police State is a warning cry for Americans. We're in danger. And uh, th this will make you sick, but it's, but it's very, very good movie. Because um, it does, shows that it's not just the January 6th people and Trump, right? This goes way beyond that. They're attacking moms or, that, are, that are just going to school boards. They're attacking pro-life activists. This is truly a police state that we're living in right now. And uh, we have to do something about it and continue to fight. 
as uh, if, every, if everybody's not active, um, th this, this will go unchecked. Here's Pfizer hid nearly 80% of COVID vaccine trial deaths from regulators. So that is huge, guys. So this, this new research shows the company knew the COVID vaccine had no clear benefit prior to the company receiving emergency use authorization. So yes, they get into child vaccine schedule and they think they have immunity. Remember that was done after they did all this poison to you in, 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 in uh, 2020 of, uh, of, or 2021 when, when it all came out, right? So that this is, key that now people are waking up to the medical cartel not getting the boosters and now all the evidence is starting to come out that indeed Pfizer knew about this and so there's new lawsuits coming right and left and this is something that is going to be a big domino effect I believe when the medical cartel is completely exposed to what they did to everyone with the vaccines the vaccine was far far more damaging than, than what, what was um, the actual bioweapon of the virus itself, right? Which we, if you, those of you who watch the show know that that is primarily poisons, um, snail poisons and snake poisons, right? That, that actually connect to the nicotine receptors and actually takes your diaphragm and paralyzes your diaphragm. So you think that you have a respiratory virus, but remember smokers are the least demographic to die from COVID, why? because they had nicotine that actually pulled the poison off their nicotine receptors and their diaphragms were not being paralyzed. So people were going to the, going to the hospitals with paralyzed di diaphragms because they couldn't breathe. And what did they get? They got more poison when they got into the hospital. It was remdesivir, which actually made it even worse. And they put them on the, the respirator. So what there's lots that's going to be all over for the hospital system as well. Um, all right, see how much time we have left before. We got only about four minutes left. I'll get through part of uh, Julie Green's prophetic word here from this morning that she got live while she was reading it. It says, For I, the Lord, this day am saying to my children, When would I ever forsake you? When are my promises not true? Of course they are for you. When, I, when have I ever let the enemies win? When have I ever failed my children? When? This is coming to the final hours. The final time of the enemy, the enemy's dominance, and of their control. And if you look at my word, in my word, look in my word and see what your enemies did and how they responded when fear grew in them, when their plans weren't going the right way, when my people stood against them and wouldn't quit and kept resisting. I've told you this before. Weakness is growing in their camp. Weakness will be seen. Great confusion they are experiencing and their desperation is growing. It's growing by the day. And with that pressure that is building on them, they're putting more pressure on you. They're putting this pressure on you. So you submit, so you quit, so you completely surrender. Completely surrender your rights, your freedom, and your faith and trust in me. My children, don't you see? Don't you see what they are doing? They're trying to overthrow me. They're trying to kick me out of the earth that I created. They're trying to turn the body of Christ against me. They're trying to divide my body more than any other time to cause weakness and great division because they know that there is great division and there is weakness. There will be no power in you to fight them back. Fear is growing in them day by day 
and that fear they are trying to put in you day after day. And so why we talk about living by sight, not fear, right? I mean, living by faith, not sight. Living by faith, not fear. So faith is going to be key here and keeping fear out. Remember, perfect um, love casts out fear. So part of this is, is making sure you have faith and love. That'll, that'll keep that fear from ever coming out, right? There is no fear in love. Um, look at who they put on center stage. Is that the best they have? I told you I sit in the heavenlies and laugh. They thought a yes man, a wooing puppet, would do whatever they want him to do and when. Blackmail. Blackmail has kept this person in power to do everything he's told to do. But oh, my United States, I told you the puppet strings have been cut. Line of communications has been cut. The earpiece will not work anymore. Stumbles and bumbles you'll see on live TV. Listen to some of their words. Clearly, they are saying things they don't wish to say. They are doing things they didn't want to do. Pressure is building. Pressure is building because the final outcome is about to be seen. I told you a fall is coming, a great fall. Expect this fall, a fall of globalists, a fall of the swamp, a fall of the power that they have had. They're about to get louder on their way out. They will start to shout. They will cause chaos in your streets even greater than you see. And they are also trying to cause a great uncertainty in the economy, in the world, because of war. They want, and I've told you this before, World War III. They won't have it because they can't get through me. I said World War III, they can't have because they can't get through me. It's not time for this. It's not time for this. No, not yet. Now, this is interesting. This is consistent with what I'm hearing from the Lord. And it's not consistent with most people think that that uh, we're going to be pulled right into World War III and that you're going to have uh, China and Russia involved uh, against Israel. And um, uh, and so, again, that's why we look at the prophets. What are, what are the various prophets saying? Amanda Grace's prophetic word all about tilling um, and and really exposing the, the criminals that are in the Israeli government as well as those in the United States government. I think that's exactly what's going to be happening in this. The doors are closing, my children, They, like they did on the ark. Many people, like in the days of Noah, they lived their life. They did these things. They mocked the man that I chose to be my mouthpiece to save their life. Noah did what I told him to do, and no one listened. And when those doors closed, the waters came. It was too late for them. This reminds me of our song called Noah Build a Boat that we... Uh, Curtis Grimes song that we actually have a video to. Um, nobody believed him, right? For all those years he built the, the ark and uh, they thought he was crazy until it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, right? <laughs> it was too late for them to get on that ship, on the ark that I had built. I told my son to build that ark and he did it through mockery, persecution every day. He did it anyway. My children, this is the same time. This is closing time a closing time of those doors that's a good parallel i think you can think about that yes we're getting taxed right we're getting uh, persecuted um, and we just have to continue to fight use our use those that authority in christ that we have and uh, amazing things are going to be happening i'm going to flip to this other review view here and actually play a little bit of music as well a great separation has happened before your very eyes. So many have mocked. So many have brought great persecution. 
They don't see what I'm doing. They don't see me. This is why I'm doing my children what I've said I was doing to you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. There is going to be a greater exodus. You will see. You will see a greater exodus because of me. I'm delivering you. That is my name. I am a deliverer. So don't give in and don't quit with what you see. Stay focused on me. Stay focused on me. I said again, stay focused on me because many things you are about to see, the judgments, great judgment, which will bring great death to many. This is the time of that darkness, for this is the time that I prepared you for. Don't lose hope now because when the world grows darker, I will shine my light brighter in you. You will receive restorations and refreshing and retribution. I'm not leaving that out. So shout for removals. I said, with these great removals is great restoration. That is going to be exciting, isn't it? When we see when we see um, a lot of this, these cabal members actually actually fall, and uh, I, I think 75% plus of the of, of the House and Senate needs to be removed. Not to mention everything all the way down to the local level, the police force, our judges. It is going to be um, an amazing time. But boy. We, it's got to be it's got to be a really huge huge change don't sell your hearts on the problem sell your hearts on me only god can do this only god i think that's it it's, it's no questionable yeah just saying 97 <laughs> percent come to me all who are weary come to me all who seem weak come to me all who will see me you will see my love. You will see my strength. You will feel and know my boldness that I have in you. I have redemption. I have my love. I have strength. I have rest. I have peace. Remember who you belong to, my children. I am the way maker. I am the way. I'm the way. I say I am the way. So receive this day. Receive my glory. Receive my strength. Receive my grace. And receive my love. And I tell you once again, there is nothing any of you have ever done no sin that you have ever committed that I will not forgive you for. So in this time, you come to me. You come to me and I will show you how important you are. I will show you how much love I have. I will show you that I am the deliverer, that I am the father, that I am the father who forgives, and I am a father who wants to give you gifts. Wow. This is the first time I've read this, by the way. <laughs> um, I don't like to do that before I, I'm hearing from the Lord. And uh, he clearly told me that he loves to give us gifts, right? This is a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and he's going to be giving us a lot of gifts uh, during this time period when he starts flowing through us, right? New gifts that we didn't have, right? So that's why I t tell people, make sure you are asking for gifts that you want, right? What do you have passion to have? Even if you don't have it now, you can do a spiritual gift assessment. That's what we do in our Impact of Our Truth course. You do do a spiritual gift assessment then i have another another lesson to actually go over hey ask for the gifts that you don't have he loves to give them to you he's a good father this ends with turn away turn away i say turn away from the hopelessness and despair turn away from those who say doom and gloom and there's nothing left turn away from all those discouraging words turn away and turn to me and you will see my love for thee saith the lord all right that is awesome i do have a I see it looks like Juan is a little behind schedule again, still at 7.35. So hopefully he'll be on any second. I did talk to him just two hours ago or three hours ago, and uh, he put it in his calendar for, for his time. So he should be coming on any minute. 
we'll be waiting for him to come back stage on Zoom. In the, in the meantime, I'll go over, I'm gonna refresh this because I posted some more of my words for the last three days. Again, this is my alone time with God, I call it. And it is when uh, uh, using the Nathan French technique that he says, it's not meant to be a secret, God wants to speak to you. And I believe he's asked me to do this of somebody who's not in the, not in the office of the prophet to show that he wants to speak directly to you guys, specifically to make your path straight, right? And so here's the one I got this morning, and that was a, that was a very a pretty early around 7:28 a.m. I'm going to go back to one that I got on Monday. Uh, let's see what do we today is. And so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I I think I posted these three. So I'm going to go back to the Monday one. And again, what I do, I start with thanking him. Lord, thank you for your wonderful praise and prayer. Thank you for teaching me how to use the checklist to make sure sound is working for everyone. I think if sound's working great for everybody, that's awesome. Uh, thank you for being my Jehovah Jireh and my Jehovah Rapha. That's the provider and the healer. Thank you for the worldwide participation in praise and prayer. You know, we have people from Canada and we have people from um, all over the United States, as well as Sweden, as well as uh, Australia. Thank you for the worldwide participation in praise and prayer. Use me, Lord. Use the B2T ministry for your purposes. I submit everything to you. Put me in a secret place where I can only hear from you. No spirits but the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. How are you today, Lord? So this is, a, again, a typical way I start, but I've already, before this, I've already done my, my Bible memory. I've already done my prayers. I've already done a little bit of Bible study. Then I go into the thank you, the gratefulness in your heart. And I believe this is one of the reasons why, uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the ways, it's not meant to be a secret, God wants to speak to you, how you can get the Lord to speak to you very clearly. He said, I am fine, Rick, and working through many bad decisions from many of my children. I would rather use many more, but those who have submitted are plenty and enough for me to accomplish my purposes. Remember, he's going to use the remnant. I think that's pretty clear. Keep telling more to come and submit so they can enjoy a historic moment and see me and feel me flow through them in this hour. It'll be magnificent. It'll be glorious. Great will be their outcries and great will be their actions and events. However, many will lose hope like many did at the edge of the Red Sea. When it looks like it's impossible, that is when I show up. I want my children to remember this time for ages to come. I want my children to never lose hope again and build their faith. My faithful remnant will not lose hope. Keep in my word. Renew your mind. Get my word into your heart. And that peace that transcends all understanding and the faith that is unbreakable will stand. You will stand despite all the chaos. You will stand despite the impossible looking situations. Many will grow stronger when they look at the example of my remnant. Stay strong. Stay confident. Approach the throne of grace with confidence. Approach the enemy without fear. You have my authority now, and now is the time to use it. My angel armies are backing up each of you. Each of you have the, have, that have fully submitted to me and are listening to me. Keep marching forward with action and my words. The combination is unstoppable. It's not just declaring a decreeing. It's also sharing your faith and creating faith in others everywhere you go. I will give you the words to say. Open your mouth and I will fill it. Remember, my word is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, 
piercing to the division of the soul and spirit, a joint of marrow, and the discernment of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Use this sword of the spirit. Use my word to defeat the enemy in every situation and in every place you see him. Use that sword of the spirit like never before. Keep all your armor on first and then strike with power and confidence. Amazing things will happen right before your eyes. Keep your faith and trust and do not waver. It's time for the fiercest part of the battle. The most intense part is coming very soon. Prepare and act. Victory is near. Mm. That is, a, again, very consistent with what, I'm, what, what, what we're hearing from uh, Julie and Amanda. Um, we need to be spending time with the Lord um, and get really getting close to Him. Again, He can speak to you guys. I really believe that. Even if you're not an office of prophet, as long as you're spending some time in the Word, you're putting some Word in your heart, and you just go to BibleMemory.com, get that, get that going, even if it's one word, one, one verse a month, right? End of the year, you'll have 12. You know, a year from now, you have 12 verses memorized. And the way they do it, it makes it very... And everybody that has the Holy Spirit can memorize. It's amazing. I think you'll like that. Thank you, Rick, says uh, Purple Rose and Zach's and me. Days, thank you for the link. I guess that's a link for, uh, for some, some Twitter stuff that uh, somebody's showing um, but tell you what this is uh, let me let me go to the, to another one that was uh, that that was on Sunday uh, I'm sorry that was Tuesday what was that what that was that uh, today is Wednesday so that this would be yesterday around 3:18 p.m. before the show right this is a this is another example I want to give you guys an example hope this is what happened to me when I was reading the book of by Nathan French which was really his words that God was giving him and I was doing it as part of my Kind of my quiet time and it felt like god was speaking to me a lot um through nathan french's words right and um and it was just really interesting to see how he wasn't considering himself a prophet but he was actually hearing daily from the lord by his making sure he's spending time daily and i think he can do that for you as well right and so um th and this will give you an example of how i do it again so i would start with making sure i did my morning prayers making sure I've done some Bible memory. And that, that can only be five minutes or so, both of those, less than 10 minutes, and boom, you're done with that. You can even do a little bit of Bible study for five or 10 minutes, right? Sometimes I go way deeper than that, obviously. Um, but in, in, a, in a very limited amount of time, your heart can be ready to hear from him. And then I would go in, and here's what I did at 318. Um, I always do some I always do some Bible memory right before this, though, because I always want to make sure I've got some of God's word in my heart. Um, and, and I do. I do a lot of Bible, Bible memory. I go through the 114 verses or 115 verses I have now, I think, um, about every four days. So I'm doing you know 20 or 30 of them a day, and I do it morning and night. It's just like uh, meditate on my word. What, what, what's uh, what's uh, Joshua 1.8 talk about? Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Think of that book of the law being the, these memory verses, right? Um, and meditate on them day and night. So to me, getting memory verses and doing them in the morning before, when I get up, and before I go to bed, is a great way to just make sure you're meditated on His Word day and night, right? Because if when you're memorizing, you kind of have to you kind of have to memorize them, if that makes sense. And so, uh, so, so that is uh, just some suggestions about how you. I believe God will speak to you if you just have some Word in your heart and you're spending some time alone with Him. So this one says, "Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you for Hebrews chapter 11 about faith." And we're going to be teaching on that tomorrow night, by the way, the the faith chapter. Give us all 
Give all of us in the B2G Ministries massive faith. Thank you, Lord. We submit to you fully. Please put me in a secret place where I can only hear from you. No other spirits but the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. Lord, what do you want me to hear or your children need to hear this day? And he said, Rick, it's time to accelerate all the tasks I have given you. Work on being productive each day and be thorough. You will find several critical tasks that will help you stay on the path I need you to stay on. So I just want to give that as an example. Look at that. There's the Lord literally giving me my path specifically. I mean, because if you look back through all these words, um, it's a little overwhelming to be honest, but I have a whole list. He's helping me prioritize. <laughs> if I do what God's told me, I don't have time for a bunch of anything else. That will make my path straight, right? What a privilege that is. What a privilege to understand because it's, it's so hard to prioritize sometimes and sometimes our flesh will just take over and we'll do all kinds of stupid things, right? Like for instance, the Texas Rangers are in the World Series, right? And I have zero desire to watch sports now. When I used to spend tons of time watching watching football and baseball, I know I have no time for that and no desire. So he, the desires of my heart are being filled in a different way now because my whole mindset's changed. I'm renewing my mind with the word, right? So here is a... Um, and then so I said, I will, Lord. Thank you for guiding me. Anything else you want to share today? And he starts uh, to talk to you guys. Right? I believe many of you are the remnant. He says, my remnant, meet with me. Hear me. Not the general feeling you get when you spend time alone with me, but the specific path I have for you. I need submitted vessels that are ready to listen and listen carefully. Billions of souls have free choice and most will make choices that result in hardship for them. This is why I have given you direct access to me. I desire for those that really love me to listen carefully in this hour. Reading this or other words I have given to various prophets may comfort you and may give you some general direction. However, I want to give you specific direction. I can only do this if you expect to hear from me. This is really key. And part of what Nathan French's book taught me, right? You can sit down, you can do quiet time, and you can have your, have your prayer journal, and you can just uh, feel what God's saying to you in your inner heart and write down some notes and maybe re read some scripture. And, uh, or you can actually expect he's going to actually talk to you. That's a big difference. That's faith. Okay, I put my hands on the keyboard, close my eyes, and I expect him to hear from me, and, I'm, and it happened, right? I'd say the first time it happened in Israel when I just typed that in the hotel, speak to me, Lord, and boom. Um, but, but, but again, however, I want to give you specific direction. I can only do this if you expect to hear from me. Get your pen and paper out and get your fingers on the keyboard. Or, it says or, you know, get your pen and paper out or get your fingers on the keyboard. Expect to hear me and write down what I say. You will receive specific instructions for your path that I have marked out for you. This is the time to spend time alone with me and expect to hear from me. For this to be effective, I need my word to be in your heart. Study my word and come to me with a clean heart. Then listen to me. I can do much with a renewed mind and a grateful heart. Submit to me fully, my children. Submit and listen and then obey what I tell you. It's time for my army to move to my instruction, which will be much more detailed than you're used to. 
This will be of great benefit to you and will allow you to avoid pitfalls and be in my will. You will be successful as you follow me and obey my words. So that, that's the first time he kind of really directly said, expect to hear from me. Expect to hear from me. In sentences, I really believe that he will do that for you if you really expect that, right? And it's almost like expecting healing. If you're not expecting to be healed, you're not going to be healed probably, right? <laughs> so you have to have that faith. Faith is having the pen ready or your hands on the keyboard and expecting him to talk to you, right? That is the faith. And uh, then we'll, as we're waiting on Juan, I'm sure... Gus is texting him and saying, hey, we're ready for you, buddy. Um, um, again, we pushed it back two hours for Juan, so I'm hoping that he, he, he gets here soon. Um, but I always, always plan on having plenty of material because Juan's often behind schedule, right? So here we go. Uh, this is this morning at 7.28 a.m., right? And I, and I, and I wrote down. Again, I, and I'm doing this for you guys to have examples, not for specifically for you to... Uh, potentially try to get direction from me, like like he just said in that last word, but for you to get an example of how you can actually hear from him directly about your specific path. Not my path, but your path, right? So I said, Lord, thank you for Hebrews 4.12, where you show that you are active and living, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul of the spirit. And this is how deliverance can be done in such a rapid manner. So I'm really studying deliverance heavily. So is Gus. So is so is uh, uh, Paula in our ministry. We're really knowing that if we're going to send a bunch of hurting people, he told us he's going to send unlovable people to this ministry, right? And they're going to be hurting. And so those unlovable people are going to probably have need deliverance, right? Uh, many of them. And so how are we going to help these hurting people? We've got to train them. We've got to train the groups to be able to, to actually do, do deliverance. And, and there's different processes and ministries out there doing this. So uh, this, will, this will give you a little bit of, uh, uh, and this is a new memory verse. I added Hebrews 4.12. It's, it's, a, it's a verse I've studied a lot in the past, but it's the first time I've actually memorized it. So I, so I added that as my 115th verse, <laughs> right? And, uh, and, it, and it really, and mainly because the, the, one of the deliverance pastors uses that to separate the soul and the spirit and have Jesus come in and heal some of these damaged parts of the soul. And it's really been intriguing to me. So I'm thanking him for that. I'm thanking him for teaching me that. It's like, wow. It says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than two edged sword, right? And so that living and active, what is the word of God? Well, the word is Jesus, right? The word was God, the word was with God, according to John 1 1 and John 1 14 says, and the word became flesh and made his, and made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, right? The glory of the one and only Son from the Father and full of grace and truth. That's all John 1 14. That is awesome. And um, so we know the word of God is Jesus. So this is why I'm thanking him for this verse. And this is why you have to have some, some, some of the Bible in your heart when he's speaking to you because he's going to speak to you through his word right so it's jesus speaking to you and uh if you don't know any of the bible uh, god's gonna have a hard time speaking to you and letting know his ways his ways and his thoughts right so that's a that's a big key part of this if you really want to be part of this remnant submit to him and let him his glory flow through you just think it he tells us we're gonna do the word the works of jesus right he tells us we're gonna do greater works as a body of christ um What's that start with? Well, it starts with hearing from the Lord, understanding His Word. So anyway, I said I basically said, uh, here, here, here's how I start. I'll, I'll get, I'll get through this real quick, and we'll, we'll uh, get a hold of Juan and get him here. Again, Juan Savin should be here shortly. 
So I said, thank you for Hebrews 4.12, where you show that you are active and living sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit. And this is how deliverance can be done in such a rapid manner. And what's so exciting about this is that this, this approach, people are being healed of multiple things they've had for since they were ch children in a matter of hours, less than that, less than an hour. I'm excited about this new approach we're gonna be train, train, training our leaders on and our whole body on. So if you really wanna get good at deliverance and even self-deliverance, uh, make sure you are joining because we're going to be uh, putting a lot of this together here over the next couple of months, uh, probably hopefully in the next couple of weeks, uh, the first part of it. Give the B2T ministry great wisdom around deliverance and discerning spirits. Thank you for your word. Thank you for being our refuge and our salvation. Put me in a secret place where I can only hear from you. No spirits except the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. Lord, please give me advice on the process you want us to have around deliverance. Now, normally I just ask him how he is or I ask him what he wants to share. But every once in a while, I know, I know that, that he wants to also answer my questions. And this was a deep question I had, right? And he said, Rick, you are moving forward in the exact manner I want you to regarding deliverance. I will set many captives free through this ministry. I'm learning to expand. Use your gift of teaching and others' insight around you to equip the saints to recognize the spirits and help many that are captivated by spirits to be set free from them. I came to set them free. So learn how to use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, to pierce to the division of the soul and spirit and be able to heal emotional wounds. Remove the spirits that are not the Holy Spirit and set them free. Allow your body of believers in the ministry to be equipped to help the hurting with this training and insight. Expand on it, improve it over time. Become an expert as this, at this and teach it. I'm sorry, expand on it and improve it over time. Become an expert at this and teach on it. To be honest, it was intimidating when I heard this this morning. And because the guy that I'm learning from is a, this guy named Scott, he's a doctor and uh he's a pastor and he's been doing it for 30 years okay <laughs> so i says wow lord an expert scott did this full time for 30 years how can i become an expert he says i will bless you and others with him with the insight in a short period of time your expertise will, will be more around the knowledge and discernment i provide you and be able to teach it effectively to many people and allow your groups to have this knowledge and discernment that I will give you, your leaders and your groups. I said, thank you, what a privilege. Thank you, what else would you like to share with your people? I said, I'm active and living, and I'm acting specifically in each of your lives. You may not see it, but once you get very close to me, you will start to see this activity all around you. As you praise and worship me, as you get my word in your hearts, you will start to feel and see with spiritual eyes. You will start to understand my thoughts and my ways. I will be able to use you as you will make decisions based on the fear of the Lord, based on true knowledge and wisdom, because you will have my wisdom and knowledge, my wisdom, my knowledge. Keep spending time with me. Keep digging into my word as my thoughts become your thoughts and my ways become your ways, your paths will become so straight that it will be natural. You will naturally be my vessel at all times. And during these, this, these times of chaos, you will have peace 
because you will know and feel my presence constantly. Woo! Can you imagine just feeling his presence constantly? This will allow me to use you in ways that were not possible before. You will approach the throne of grace with great confidence. And this is when you will do the works that I did on this earth. As you work, and let me, oh my goodness. Just think about that, guys. What's going to be happening here when he starts working through us? Woo! Just think what Christ did on this earth. Dumb will speak. Deaf will hear. Blind will see again. Let's see what happened to Lazarus. Just amazing. So this will allow me to use you in ways that were not possible before. You will approach the throne of grace with great confidence. And this is when you will do the works that I did on this earth. As you work with the rest of the body of Christ, and especially the remnant, this is when my body will do greater works than I did on this earth. Nothing will be able to stop you from showing my glory. Prepare, my children. Prepare. I am ready to now to start flowing through you in greater ways than has ever been seen on this earth. The enemy is terrified. This is a church that the enemy feared. It is here now. So join me and your fellow believers in the remnant and let us move forward. Now is the time. All right. Wow. Well, as we're waiting on Juan, we'll get into some, some uh, music now. It's uh, pretty crazy what the Lord's about ready to do through his remnant, guys. So make sure you're part of that. <laughs> don't miss this <laughs> this is going to be historic time he told me one time he said biblical is an understatement <laughs> right it's like wow this is going to be a, a, a fun ride yeah, he's clearly telling us that that uh, it's just time to get close to him like never before put him first right that is going to be the, the one of one of the keys to this so we'll play a few songs as we're waiting on Juan to come um the, uh, he, he did confirm with me just three hours ago uh, at Mountain Time, 6.30. So he's supposed to be in here at 7.30 Central Time, right uh, about 20 minutes ago. So um, Gus is hitting him on text and calling him, and so I'm sure he's just behind. Uh, I think two or three times he's always he's, he's been here, he's been late. So um, I, do, I do have confidence that Juan will show up soon. He does leave at 4.30 in the morning for Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, Anyway, I think that's public information that he uh, hopefully should probably shouldn't have said that. Um, but anyway, let's let's dig into a little bit of uh, of. Worship. All right, so this is uh, what we love to do here. We're going to be doing this tomorrow night as well, where we have praise and prayer. But this is a. Uh, all these beautiful songs and we put uh, music videos together on them and attach scripture to them and this says open the eyes of my heart lord ephesians 1 18 says having the eyes of the hearts enlightened that you may know that in the hope to which he has called you to that's out right of ephesians guys the hope he's got he's called us all to something it says to see you high and lifted up shining the light of your glory for thus says the one who is high and lifted up who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, out of Isaiah 57, 15. And he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone in the, like the sun, and his garments 
but then it was what is light? And that's the Mount of Transfiguration. That's being, that's definitely shining the light of your glory, right? <laughs> As this song talks about. It says, pour out your power and love, this song talks about. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might? That's Ephesians 1.19. Anyone who does not love, I want to make sure I'm taking off that other music. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And then it says, as we sing holy, 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 we see this in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Out of Isaiah 6, 3. And we see here, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Out of Revelations 4, 8. Let's worship. As we're waiting for one to worship to uh, open the eyes of my heart. things for the way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. I want to see. You lift it up. Let me hear you.
Awesome. Looks like Juan is in the house. Perfect time right after the right after this happens. So Juan, once you're uh, ready, just unmute and I can uh, flip you over to the other area. Thank you, Lord. That beautiful song. Thank you for Juan O'Savin being here. How beautiful is this? Juan, how are you tonight? Like you. Hey, there we go. I got my mic off there. <laughs> right. I had Jeremy blowing his nose instead of Juan. <laughs> Sorry, Juan. It looks like you're in the, on the road. Thank you so much for taking the time. Let's though. see. You guys are a little bit muffled. Hold on one second. Let's see if I got. Is that any better? Yeah, you're. You sound good to us. There you go. There you All go. Right. I, had, I had my uh, speaker kind of on the wrong spot so i apologize there so i couldn't hear you so that was what it was no problem thank you so much again for taking the time i know this is a crazy time for you and you have travel plans tomorrow so we thank you for uh squeezing us in in this intense time yeah mm -hmm. yeah and, and uh, one of the things that's obvious since we talked to you last um about about i don't know six weeks or so ago was that obviously we have the whole war with hamas and israel and just thought uh um I, you know, I, there's a lot of truthers that are going in the wrong direction, in my opinion, uh, about um, this Kazarian Jews and all the people in, in, in Israel are bad and Netanyahu's bad and uh, everything was an inside job and everything's bad. Uh, and so uh, I just wanted to kind of throw uh, that to you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm refuting a lot of that. I do believe there's bad intelligent agents uh, in, in Mossad as well as uh, in Israel, just like there are here in the States. But I wanted to ask you, but your opinion is of all this, is that the biblical Israel or the people genetically Jewish and any thoughts on that? Well, let me let me just maybe dive through this. I've done it a little bit, I think, with even your listeners. Uh, remember that after Abraham sojourned, uh, traveling across the land where God told him everywhere he set the sole of his foot, he would give it to Abraham and his offspring, his children, his children's children's children, out to as many generations as there are sands on the seashore and as many generations as there are stars in the heaven now, i can tell you we're nowhere close to as many generations as there is grains of sand on the seashore yeah and true. there's not we're not nearly as far as uh, all the stars in the heaven you know not just the ones you can see but the ones you can't see so uh, that's an important feature. Uh, God has made a promise to Abraham because of his faithfulness. He's called the father of the faithful for um, essentially an endless, eternal generations in the physical world and in the spiritual world, children of the blessing. Now, I've mentioned it to audiences before, uh, you know, five, six years after Abraham sojourned in the land, when the children of Israel came, to go into the land after they came out of slavery in Egypt, and now they were a great multitude, you know, millions. Uh, low side estimates are about a million people, high side are about five million uh, that went into the promised land. And that's an important thing because when they got there, they did something they weren't supposed to do. God told them just go in and take it. Instead, they sent spies into the land to see if it was a good land to see if it was safe so they sent a representative from each of the 12 tribes they went in came out only two of the spies that went out and searched the land to see what was there 
Only two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came back with a good report. Yeah, it's beautiful land of milk and honey, and uh, you know, very rich, and you know, it's 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 the promised land. And the other ten spies came back with a bad report and says, "Yeah, it's it's you know, it's great. It's, it looks beautiful, but you know, in case you didn't notice." Those big things we see bobbing around in the distance over there, those are giants. <laughs> giants, and we were but grasshoppers in their sight. Now, when Abraham went through the land, he didn't talk about any giants. He didn't see any giants. Where did the giants come from? The devil, Satan, Lucifer, the green man, goes by a thousand names. He saw what God promised to Abraham, and Abraham built uh, you know, monuments, altars around the land at the various places that he vi visited. And he was aware that God made him a promise. And then Abraham had a child at, at his old age. And then that child, Isaac, uh, had Jacob. And then Jacob had 12 sons. And the next thing you know, they're off to the races. And so those giants weren't there to begin with. What did Satan do? He sent in a blocking army now some of the people who were in the land they didn't kill but they pushed back um, for various reasons uh, they weren't the uh, horrible evil that some of the other ones were that these giants and, and like that where they were practicing the Canaanites where they were practicing um, human sacrifice and child sacrifice especially um, so we look at Israel, and this is something I've talked about, and all of a sudden it's getting a lot of traction. We've talked about this for the last couple of years, and, and people are beginning to get it. Um, yes, the the family that uh, led the way with the Zionist movement and, and buying back uh, the land there to make a new nation of Israel, a re-constituted re, you know, nation of Israel, uh, that was you know, primarily the Rothschild family. That was the British uh, Empire that wanted that nation of Israel in there in that particular position. What is the working um, mechanism that the British employ in order to have power across the world, especially back at that time still? Divide and conquer. So by driving a wedge with the Jews into the middle of Palestine, as it was called then, and that Arab world, and then moving uh, Jews into that era, area, they were driving a wedge right into the heart of the whole thing and, um, you know, creating a basis for uh, uh, disruption, terror, uh, uh, you know, unrest. And if you go back here in America, the father of the Masonic uh, movement at the time, the, the reinventing Masonic movement, because it got very torn down during the Finney revival in the early 1900s or 1800s and mid 1800s. Even many of the founding fathers and their children renounced their Freemason uh, beliefs, which were actually occultic. And uh, so Pike, this person out of Arizona, uh, he led this, this group that reinvented Freemasonry. Uh, he wrote Morals and Dogma. He talks about how there had to be three world wars 
and the Third World War would be based around religion, and you had to do something uh, in the Mideast uh, to put the Arabs, the Christians, and the Jews at each other's throats, and that was the basis for what they called the Third World War. I contend that we won the Third World War, the Soviet Union doesn't exist, and what we're coming into now is actually the Fourth World War, but, you know, uh, that's just an aside. So then we look at who are the people that came back into Jerusalem. Every person in your audience, guys, every single person has a story of being fooled, snookered. Uh, you know, they got a story and they believed it. And later they realized, oh, they freaking pulled my leg. How many people have been embezzled? Um, uh, a con man makes them believe something and they act on it. And next thing you know, they're embarrassed to hell. Uh, uh, there's plenty of, of God's children who've gone to Israel with a certain belief because it is the promised land. It is the promised land. It is the land promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob uh, as an inheritance for their families. So with that in mind, um, when the land was being set aside, uh, they took advantage of it. it. It made sense. Not everybody was really grasping what was going on here. and. So, with that in mind, um, is everybody that's in Israel, in the Promised Land right now, are they all bad guys? Now, is some percentage of them bad guys? Uh, yeah. But, in case you haven't noticed, we've been taken over by bad guys right here in America. Yeah. <laughs> Look at our federal city. Our federal city is devoted to built around occult symbology our major cities look at look at the statue of liberty you've been conned fooled snookered that's isis have you heard that okay the mother of osiris the gods who set the good brother killed in this reversal of Cain versus Abel and when he was killed by Set, Set chopped him into uh, 14 pieces because of course being a god Osiris could come back so he had to chop him up really good, spread the parts around the whole world when Isis his mother found out that the one brother the good brother killed the bad brother she races out and searches the world and finds only 13 of the 14 pieces. The missing piece was his penis. And apparently, supposedly, had been swallowed by a fish. Well, she's a goddess. She could find it in the fish, whatever. Uh, you know, it's their story, not ours. Okay? Uh, it's their religion, not ours. But she fashioned a penis, the dildo out of stone, had sex. The mother had sex with the dead corpse of her son and supposedly became pregnant and the child being gods goddesses the child is Horus literally in their belief system the sun in the sky that we see every day the other sun okay uh, worshiping the creation not the creator 
all of that's important. Be careful. Be slow to throw stones. We're a captured operation here in America. That federal city is part of a globalist operation as much as the city of London, the city within the city, as much as the Vatican, as much as Jerusalem and Israel. So are those lives valuable? Are they important? You betcha. Including uh, the lives of, of the uh, Palestinians. It's, it's a horror what's going on there uh, for those people there. They're caught in the middle in a vice between uh, various groups that all have a plan and they're in the way of it. And by the way, their plan includes having a plan for America. And you know what? Every citizen listening to this show right now, you're in the way. What's going on over there in Gaza, they lit a flame. It was tinder dry. There's plenty of, you know, they haven't had a good war there for quite a few years, a really good one. So it's tinder dry, ready to go to flames. You're only seeing the sparklers right now. Don't think that what you've seen so far is, is the main event. And as it does go to flames, um, think of your dollar. Your dollar is tied to oil, has been for quite a while. Uh, back to Nixon, the Kissinger uh, courts, uh, literally um, who's running uh, Saudi Arabia, Aramco, Arab American Oil Corporation, okay? Rockefellers, okay, that's Standard Oil, that's who's running it, uh, in conjunction with the Saudis. Um, what's the purpose here? What's the real long-term purpose? The purpose is to take down the dollar's backing by Mideastern oil, Saudi Arabia and everything else, to break up the oil dollar monopoly and to cause such disruption there that these globalista can control the oil flow and oil prices around the world. The most traded commodity on planet Earth is oil. Why? Because energy. It makes the world go round. makes everything happen that's going on in your life. And under Obama, he shut down the oil flow out of America. He shut down the, the federal lands. He put you know, all sorts of rules and that made it impossible for, for small producers to do what they did. Only the majors could just about pay all the bills. I had a friend that had over a hundred wells that he personally wildcatted over his lifetime, producing wells. All of them but two had to be shut down during the Obama administration. He, he was a wealthy wow. man. Lost it all. You know, had very little left over by the time it was done. In fact, he had to pay to cap these wells off, destroyed them. Wow. Oil wells don't just turn off like a spigot at the garden hose. If you stop capillary action, you destroy the well. You have to cap it off, repressurize it, redrill it again. Uh, those fields were, were damaged. Uh, you know, somebody else will come and do it, but you got to change the rules. But by the way, when Trump came in, what did he do? He got a hold of the rules. They uh, came up with ways to help the people that had to do things to help environmentally. 
but they turned the oil back on and they got people to go drill new wells. America became an exporter of oil again. We're richer in oil than Saudi Arabia. We're richer than most all of these countries. They got oil coming out of our ears, out of the Dakotas, out of Alaska, all over the place. It's asinine for us to be buying oil anywhere else in the world. We can be wealthy and our own citizens make money doing work, producing our own oil and selling it to the rest of the world. We have the engineering, we have the technology, we have the machinery, we have the labor, and we go somewhere else for it. Why? Because it's making other people rich. And those other people, they give a little grease here and there to a politician. They do a little shenanigans. And next thing you know, you can't get access to your own oil in your own country. You have to buy it somewhere else. You don't have a license to do it. You don't meet the standards. Everybody else meets them, but not you. What's going on in the Mideast right now? When Trump left office, this administration, the image of Biden, the people behind Biden, they shut down and started closing off oil production in America once again just as was done under the Obama administration. And now you're reliant again on foreign oil coming out of the Mideast. Okay, so how's that affect you? Well, your oil prices are up, but it's not the worst of it. Now you're sending your young men and your armaments to the Mideast to protect the free flow of oil, the production of oil. Yemen's declared war on Israel. It's already at war with uh, Saudi Arabia. It's in a vice. Iran on the other side doesn't want Saudi Arabia around. They're using Yemen as their proxy uh, warrior to do their work, to do their dirty dealing. If the Mideast goes into flames, uh, where's your oil going to come from? The strategic oil reserve that was uh, full when Trump left office, that got drained down to freaking drips yeah. left by this administration. Why? Because now you're you're set up. You're vulnerable. What's going to happen? Your dollar. When Canada got to produce oil out of its shale oil deposits, the loonie was crashing. Once the oil started coming out of Canada and they started building up because oil prices reached the right threshold and they invested in that infrastructure, Canada became wealthy again, had great jobs, paying great money. The loonie went up in value, exceeded the dollar. Now, energy, this thing that we've been protecting the flow of around the world where everybody had to have dollars to buy it, that's what the oil accords were about, where OPEC required all oil to be purchased in U.S. dollars, and in exchange, we used our Navy, our Air Force, our Marines, our State Department to protect the free flow of oil around the world. That's why we went in after Saddam. He was going to go to a basket of currencies. That's why we went after Libya, because Gaddafi was going to set up his own currency, an African dinar, and he had $350 billion worth of gold to back that currency and produce their own oil across Africa, not just in, in Libya, but other countries around there, Nigeria, etc. He became a threat, got to wipe that guy out. So when you look at what's going on in the Mideast, if you want to bring it home in the most personal way, it's about the dollar. What's your savings? What do you got in the bank? What's it going to purchase? Somebody asked me the other day, 
some some host somewhere asked somebody, you know, what do you think silver is going to be worth? Uh, if I got 200 uh, ounces of silver, am I going to be a millionaire when the silver rises? Oh, my gosh. Give me strength. Come on, man. I've said this a thousand times. Your silver, your gold, they don't really change in value. The things you purchase it with, the paper money is what's changing in value. Your dollar is becoming worth less and less and less. It's purchasing powers less. hundred years ago, you could go in with a $20 uh, gold piece, one ounce gold piece buy the best suit in San Francisco today with that coin which trades at about $2,500 okay because uh, that's where everybody was going out to the uh, gold field various parts of the country in California and up to Alaska and like that um, so where are we at right now today same thing, you know, the gold hasn't changed in value. The dollars that you would purchase that gold with are worth less, so it takes more of them to buy an ounce of gold, to buy an ounce of silver. Now, silver is heavily suppressed. It should naturally float to a much higher price than where it is right now compared to gold. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it's a conversation for another day. Uh, the short version is your life energy that's the greatest gift that you have from God your life if if you trade your life for pieces of paper and then that piece of the paper goes to next to nothing for your retirement or other things where'd your life energy go Did you piss it down the drain how are you going to feel about that? During this administration, the Biden administration has doubled, doubled the amount of dollars in existence in less than three years. Think about that. So when that comes home to roost, oh, my house went up in value. Oh, my car's going to value. Oh, you know, no, it hasn't. The dollars that you're trading for it have gone down in value. In fact, you go pay your taxes, you'll pay your taxes based on some increase in value of your assets against the dollar and increase in assets. The dollar went down. You're being stolen from. They're laughing at you. And with the middies, which the dollar has been tied to Saudi Rockefeller oil, You're being baited into a war to protect your dollar and the free flow of oil. And the whole world is coming for you. Russia, China, Turkey. Why Turkey? Why Ukraine? Because the globalistas didn't want a pipeline coming out of Russia supplying oil to Central Europe. They want to own that pipeline. And it was going to go across Ukraine. Why do you think some idiot, be it 
Biden or the Brits. Putin says it was the Brits that blew up the pipeline. Seymour Hersh says it was the Biden administration, our military. Somebody blew it up. And, uh, you know, after we did all the stuff, after the Soviet Union collapsed, Russia cobbles itself back together, tries to get on the right path and be a nice neighbor. Uh, and somebody blows up their ability to pay their bills, keep their people working, supply oil to Central Europe that they need. What was the plan? What was the plan, Sam? Syria. They were going to have a civil war in Syria. Remember that? 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. And then they were going to run a pipeline from Saudi Arabia up to Turkey into existing pipelines and into Europe. Well, Turkey was good with that. That's why they didn't mind having UN uh, uh, storage facilities inside Turkey and Lebanon and Jordan uh, to wipe out Syria. And uh, then when that plan went south, now the plan is the part that nobody's really aware of. I've said it a couple of times over the last several weeks. The plan is to use that oil that's off the coast of Israel and Lebanon, not to use the oil out of Saudi Arabia, not to use the oil out of Iran, not to use the oil out of the Kazakhstan regions or Russia, not to pump that to Europe for the next hundred years, but to use the oil off the coast of Lebanon and Israel in pipelines up by the boot of Italy up to Montenegro, where they filmed the James Bond film uh, Casino Royale, and uh, then into Central Europe supply Europe from that side okay and now uh, these these families these globalista they make their money without anybody else's hands on it for the most part they want to turn Saudi Arabia to glass so just let the refineries keep working there but but it's broken they broke those deals all the way back in the late uh, 80s early 90s with seawater so uh, that's that's kind of the plan here, and it's our troops, our kids, over there to help fight that war. Our money, our blood, our sweat, Ukraine, uh, our money to supply the stuff to get blown to smithereens in this holding operation. Um, and now, the other side is from these globalistas. They don't want the America to come back. They they don't want Trump to come back. They absolutely do not want Trump coming back. So what do they got planned for us here? Everybody in this audience needs to get deadly, deathly serious. Take a deep breath and listen to what I'm telling you. And prayerfully consider it. You've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of terrorists in the country right now they've been coming in for years military aged men they're from china they're from ukraine the setup back at january 6th there's a bunch of ukrainian spies and operators that were there aiding in that uh myth of a insurrection 
by the Americans that showed up concerning the election January 6th. Ukrainian spies traveling the country, getting paid, by the way, good money. Uh, you got uh, people out of Gaza being flown here right now. Oh, there's just there's just the poor victims. Okay, 56% of the voters in Gaza voted for Hamas to run the government. So over half the population. And they actually run pretty careful elections over there, just in case you didn't know. Uh, so with that in mind, let's say it's half the people that show up here are potentially terrorists. Oh, no, that's a high figure. Okay. Oh, why don't we say 50%? 25%, 10%. You know, they want to bring a million people from Gaza to North America, Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Think about that. A million. If only 10% would just... That's 100,000. How, how much damage can one guy do well, they can take out power infrastructure nodes that make it very hard to replace. Uh, maybe they target police officers. How many police officers are going to be able to take care of you when you got snipers? Uh, by the way, no, we're going to call in the military. Where's your military? Oh, it's fighting another war in the Mideast. It's uh, stabilizing Central Europe. We're worried about China. If you go down a place like that, where's your military? They're not protecting you here, and the police aren't capable of dealing with uh, those types of terrorists readily. You can tie down a whole department with one guy. How many, how many police and troopers were tied up looking for one guy in Maine a few weeks ago? One guy. You kidding me? We are in a deathly serious situation. Every person in this audience needs to ask for divine insight to know what they should do to prepare. Will it happen tomorrow or the next day? God himself only knows. Will it be two months, four months, six months, a year? How long will they wait to act? You saw the protests about uh, what's happened in Israel with with uh, the Hamas. Yesterday, uh, they did a bombing attack on one of the leaders of Hamas, and they took out a refugee center, killed dozens. They're pretty. They're pretty brutal. They're pretty nasty. I know that crowd. And once they decide they're going a certain way, you're not going to stop them. They're going that way. They're going to take them out. You know, they build these uh, locations under hospitals, under refugee centers with their tunnels. Uh, Israel made a point, well, that we warned the people there, we sent notes to everybody, we dropped leaflets from the sky, we're going to bomb this because it's, there's a terrorist base underneath. No, you're not. No, you're not. International law, no way. You can't do that. Boom. Well, they just established that they can and they will, and they did. Um, we'll those people that are victims being brought here wanting to attack the people that are supplying the money and arms to Israel to stay in the fight 
are they going to have any mercy on your kids at the shopping mall or whether or not you have power during a storm or fuel from a pipeline supplying natural gas to your neighborhood you think they're going to care and because you got 10 of them is there another 100 right behind them ready to do their little deed our country doesn't work well in a terroristic situation are you gonna be able to drive down the freeway without snipers taking out truck drivers how long is that going to last and what's the reaction of the public going to be we're in one hell of a fix and because of crooked elections some really nasty people have gotten into power and pulled off a whole bunch of shenanigans and those people want to say, no, it was the best election ever in the history of the world. You're so full of shit. I don't even want to listen to that anymore. And I don't think the rest of the American people are going to listen to it much longer. Those people that say that was not a crooked election back in 2020 are so full of shit. And the lies will you know, not stand. A lot of people stand. think that in order and to conceal carry... Put up with it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, sorry about that. That was me... Uh... That was me just trying to find this. Uh, I, I saw an actual um, video of the terrorists on the 7th, right? Taking an anti-tank missile and just shooting at civilian vehicles, right? So it's like, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of damage they can do. By the way, you know, in Ukraine, uh, we supplied some uh, extra assistance to the Ukrainians that was low-tech. They literally took drones, anti-tank missiles on these drones, and instead of flying them at uh, 400 miles an hour, the speed that these missiles would go to hit the tank from a mile away, we just put them on a drone with a little cradle on it and a $500 drone and uh, fly it to the tank at 30 miles an hour and put it right in the gap between the turret and the tank body or right in the wheels killed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of russians took out 200 million dollars worth of armor in just a few hours the other day russia can't sustain that russia's not going to put up with that much longer and putin's going to take action that's why by the way i've said it for several years seven years before it's over, we're going to have a Cuban Missile Crisis type of event. Lavrov, Roth, the Russian Foreign Minister, quoted me and said the same thing before Russia invaded Ukraine. My buddy lives two doors over. Lavrov lives two doors further over from Putin. Uh, uh, long and short of it is, uh, Putin won't let he cannot lose this battle. It's a stalemate right now. Uh, Belarus, uh, they're saying everybody needs to come to an agreement, go sit down and, and have the long talk and figure out how to do this. Trump says he can solve this in 24 hours and, and, and stop the shooting. He probably could. But the way it's set up right now, Russia tested land, sea, and air nuclear delivery systems two weeks ago in a few hours america is going to test its miss minuteman three missile 
two weeks ago, we tested a nuclear device uh, out in the desert to make sure it works. Oh, yep, works good. We're ready to go. Now, it had been scheduled for a while, but what's the point? Everybody's getting ready for one hell of a dust-up. And if you can't win it conventionally, by the way, our own strategic command posted on its website uh, over two years ago, if conventional weapons will not deter and a force is about to be overrun, use of tactical nukes is authorized. And that was before Russia invaded Ukraine. Okay? Use of tactical nukes is authorized. They don't have to wait for anything. We're in one hell of a situation. People need to wake up, understand what's coming. Uh, it's going to be dire for a period of time. And uh, it's not going away. It's a near-death experience for America. I've said that for quite a long time. We're going to make it through this, but it's not going to be without real drama, a lot of desperation, and there's going to be bloodshed. Yeah, there's a there's also a lot of talk about the, the Balfour initiative that actually expired yesterday, where... Uh, yeah, the 1948, the Rothschilds put that across. Are you familiar with that at all? About that, the Balfour? Yes. And, 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 well, I've and, talked about it for, for a very long time. Right. Um, but you have to understand that there's other stuff that's been put in place that already supersedes that. So um, uh, you, it was done for a period of time, but it doesn't mean anything gets taken back. It just means that the... the um, premise for uh, operating that way is now expired and it just switches to a different uh, foot, a different mold. Uh, by the way, Britain in that original agreement laid the groundwork and said, we retain the legal right the sovereign on the throne in Jerusalem at will. The only people that have the current right to do anything there in Israel, uh, as far as they're concerned, globally, internationally, uh, related to Israel, are the Brits. And uh, so, you know, my contention is, you know, it's, it's a fun conversation for folks, but this globalist crowd, these globalista, they're setting everything up so that they can put one of their bloodline royals on the throne in Jerusalem. Who's the one that they've prepared the breeding program? The person who claims Jewish, Muslim, and Christian authority and ancestry. Prince William. Charles is the backup. People ask all the time, what about Harry? Harry isn't related. His father, Charles, is not his real father. He doesn't have it on the bloodline. It's Charles is the backup, William, and both of them have Arthur in their name, which is a key thing, the once and future king. So anyway, 
I tell you what, I've I've got to bounce pretty quickly. I've only got a couple of hours to catch a flight. Uh, I've got a beautiful weekend uh, uh, over the next many days that I've, I uh, be spending out in Florida, important meetings, and uh, then uh, switching and, and going back out to the other coast, out to uh, California and Nevada, Alaska, Hawaii, and uh, making preparations to uh, go to Japan. Um, the uh, Japanese uh, version of Kid by the Side of the Road uh, will be ready to be released here shortly in uh, in uh, in Japanese. So a lot of fun stuff out there happening. I hope some of that helps your audience to have things to consider, think about uh, where we're at, what's going on, put these things in context. Do something to have something other than green cash of you know it's coming and uh you know uh you have to have some i get that got to pay the you know mortgage the rent the bills the car payment whatever i get that but a backup of some sort a little bit of a silver coin 364 uh if you've got the money and you can get it you know some gold i prefer silver um and uh, uh, if you know what are you gonna buy with that well you might need supplies so rather than, than those things more valuable than that uh, make sure the pantry's got stuff that doesn't need refrigeration yeah uh, make sure that you've thought of the kids and the grandkids if you're able to they probably won't be thinking that way uh, if your grandma grandpa mom dad don't think this way well then put some in for them too and uh, buy the cheapest stuff you can get. You're trying to survive. You're not trying to live, you know, like a sultan or a king. You're just trying to buy, to bridge through some of the dramas that are coming. Um, we're going to make it. Uh, God himself has his hand on America, both to weed out some of the problem children and for a blessing. Uh, God's people aren't gone from here, but there is real serious trauma coming. I expect everybody in this audience to be the leaders in your community, being part of the solution and bridging us through and not out there waving in the middle of the street, oh no, no, it's over, it's so horrible, and everything else. This is your opportunity to shine. Get out there and do what you were made to do. Uh, Esther in the scripture Mordecai told her for this reason you were created do what you were created to do be a salt light minister God's got your back um, you do what you're supposed to do he'll take care of you along the way that's that's the way I see it alright do you have time for us to, to say a prayer for you have two or three people well let me say a prayer for the audience let me let me okay say this father god i thank you for each and every person here right now in this audience each and every heart mind uh these are your people they choose to be here they choose to uh consider this type of a message um you know what their individual capabilities are you know what their responsibilities are you know those that you put into their life, to their care. I pray that you would make perfect 
provision through them for those around them so that they may be a nexus of good. They may be um, the head and not the tail in the midst of all these things that are coming. I pray that you would give them perfect protection and understanding and wisdom, which is more powerful than bullets. Wisdom, which is more powerful than evil. Because you are the source of wisdom. You are the source of life. I pray that you would put healing in their hands, physical healing for broken bodies and disease, and healing broken hearts, broken minds, broken spirits, that they would be the healers going out into a nation that's broken and healing. And for all those that come and are coming now with hate and evil in their hearts to do an evil thing against America, we pray for them also. And we ask that you would give us ways and opportunities not only to protect ourselves from that evil, but to minister at the appropriate time where it's possible to affect hearts and minds and souls, even while we're fighting these as enemies. Ask you for your guidance for this audience so that they will do exactly the right thing, exactly the way you've called it, that you will give them the right words in their hearts and minds in order to request your assistance uh, according to your will so that they will in fact move mountains as your scripture says and do things by your power by your grace that astonish every person around them help us father god individually and as a people to bring peace back upon the earth your peace not the peace of tyranny tyrants and tyranny but the peace of salvation and protection by your hand as a sign to the world who our god is ask all of this in jesus name by the blood of christ make it so amen amen let me just say a quick prayer for you juan uh sure. I, is, there, is there anything personally that you would need prayer, prayer? uh uh i got uh, need for more arms and more feet to get everything accomplished that needs to get done. <laughs> Sounds good. I need to amplify your time, right? <laughs> there you go. All but, right. you know, I and I, I say this, you know what? It is amazing. Uh, God actually does that uh, consistently for me. It's amazing how many things that are on the plate every day, and I'm very thankful to be in this position to be able to do some of the amazing fun things that i get to do and experience and places i get to be uh i i believe god's doing that for people all through this audience uh this is a time of abundant blessing and if you're about the work of the lord you're going to have somehow some way the ability to get more done than the people around you uh you got a full desk full of things to do yeah but God's giving you grace to accomplish it. And uh, your cup's full, my cup's full. I couldn't be more thankful for all the blessings God's given me. But even then, uh, time is short, fields are ripe unto harvest, let's get to work. So that's, uh -huh. that's my prayer. 
God help us uh, all in the same way. Good. Well, let, let me uh, lift you up in just a second. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to make sure that we talked about the Jennifer Mac store. It's the T H E Jennifer Mac dot com. The Jennifer Mac dot com. Um, you see this new Matador silver coin. That's a kind of a cool uh, limited edition 2023 coin uh, that also has uh, on the back of it the. I guess the, the, the famous shot of uh, him being uh, being uh, arrested, <laughs> and uh, there's a lot yeah. of all, all the merchandise. There's a, the, the the bowl and the matador. There's the actual. Uh, it ain't. It's not over. 2020 isn't over yet. Uh, you still believe that? I imagine. Imagine uh, Juan. Oh my gosh, we're having so much fun with that. In fact, there'll be a little video Jen's going to put out here shortly. I think it'll be a week or so because we're so busy right now. But um, uh, I'll know that uh, people are getting it when we hear that being sung at Trump rallies. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 is not over yet. That's a song as well, right? <laughs> That's what you're Oh, yeah. No, in, fact, in fact, a bunch of us are going to be singing it on the beach at uh, Mar-a-Lago here uh, in a couple of days. It'll be a lot of fun. We're, we're going to be tuning up. <laughs> right, right. I was trying to show the other side of this coin is uh, uh, the picture there. Slaves no more. So this is a Khmer, you know, it's, it's a, not really an investment more. Well, it could be an investment, so, you know, so things that are, that are unique like this could actually be a great investment um, for yeah, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a one ounce silver coin. Let's silver go up, you'll, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think, there, there are only so many that we're not doing tens and tens of thousands. So uh, they mm-hmm. will be a, a fun collector piece, I'm sure. All right, all right. So, so anyway, get visit thejennifermack.com. Help fund uh, uh, what what Juan and Jennifer are doing here, and uh, uh, with all their stuff. And uh, so, let me lift you up, Heavenly Father. Just thank you. Well, well, well Gus, do you want to do it first? Do you mind? Uh, I, I know there's a couple of people that want to want to pray to you. So maybe just do short prayers with uh, Elizabeth and Gus and myself. Uh, I know so. he needs to go, so I'll be I'll be quick. Okay, go ahead, Abba Father. We thank you so much for Juan. He is. Uh, been such a blessing and uh, informing us every step of the way where we're at and helping us dissect all these precarious issues that we're going through Lord we just ask that you bless him bless Jennifer Mack bless all his travels to and from wherever he goes Lord in Jesus name amen amen go ahead Elizabeth yeah we're sending blessings from Australia So, Lord, I just thank you, Father God, that where America is going, so is Australia. And we ask for peace, which transcends all understanding to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus as we go forward on with Christian soldiers in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you that you bless him, protect him, his family, his team, and everything, all the blessed to teach as well. We give you praise and glory, Father God, for what you're doing. And thank you. All glory be to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And one last prayer, Heavenly Father. Just thank you so much again for um, Juan and, every, and and fighting on the front lines of this, Lord. We uh, we pray for his safety. We pray for just not only his safety around his him, his team, his extended team, but also just huge blessings. Bless him with that the, the, the amplified time as we were just talking about. Allow him to get uh, th- more and more done, uh, even even beyond what he could even ask or imagine, Lord. But uh, most of all, is, is, is this heavy? It was kind of a heavy uh, uh, um, broadcast tonight. 
um, allow the peace that transcends all understanding to hit uh, those that are going to be in Goshen, your remnant. Lord, use them as you protect them and uh, allow us to use our authority in Christ to bring this to fruition to where we will stay in faith, not fear. We will stay in faith, not sight, and live, live that way and uh, call down this evil that's happening right now. Lord, and I pray for a, a beautiful, beautiful amount of the Holy Spirit just to come across Juan and Jennifer as well. Give them a refreshing spirit that we talk about in Acts 3.19. A lot of them have a great night's sleep, even the short night's sleep they're going to have tonight as they fly tomorrow. And just bless all their travels and all their, all their projects as well, Lord. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, we appreciate you so much, Juan. Amen. I always enjoy doing the shows. Uh, with you folks your special audience and uh uh you know go be salt and light to the people around you and uh, don't let your candle or your your flame i should say because we're lamps not candles that's our symbology uh which can be cleaned and refreshed and and refilled uh not consumed in the course of giving that flame be lamps but go be lamps in your community in fact these tough times these moments are exactly when people are the most uh, ready to hear what we have as a message. Mm -hmm. uh, Christ is Savior, Christ is Lord. Um, uh, in desperate times, people are more sensitive and ready to hear from God. And it's not about, you know, a religion or like that. It's just it's a relationship with God. Go, go share that. Be ready to be a vessel. You want to be blessed by God? be a channel of blessing and as your cup pours out to help others and to do ministry god refills it you can't outdo god if you're doing it within his will so find out what he wants you to do and get to work Amen. this is that moment this is this is what americans do we are a people of god uh trying to do god's will uh whether anybody wants to tell you differently no there's plenty of God's people here. Go show you're one of them. Amen. Amen. So, amen. All right, amen. folks. I got to fly. All right. Uh, Backstagers uh, back. Sorry, I've been so brief. I hope that helps, folks, and uh, yeah. we'll talk again soon. Sounds great. Everybody uh, backstage, I'm going to say goodbye to Juan. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, Juan. Shalom, brother. Shalom, shalom. All right. All right, guys. I did want to spend a little bit of time um, talking about some of those things and because it's, it is vital that, that, again, that was pretty heavy and that, that we are focused on um, living by sight and not fear, right? I mean, living by faith and not sight and faith and not fear, right? That is pretty vital at this point in time. And so to keep that faith up, um, again, they protected uh, as, as God was doing everything in Egypt, right? Every, havoc was everywhere, but in Goshen, uh, those those horrible things weren't happening. And so stay close to the Lord at this point in time. And I think like Juan said, is, is making sure that you understand what God, what, what he has your path. What, 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 how's he gonna make your path straight? What's he, what's, what's, his, what's his calling that it has for you? Ephesians 4 talks about that, right? It's, it's each of us have a calling. So I think that is something that uh, each of us, if we think through, what is God calling you to do? What is what what what, what is uh, what is that uh, uh, still small voice saying to you? And that's why we spend a lot of time talking about how 
the Lord speaking to me uh, in the, using the Nathan French um, approach. If you guys spend more time with him, you're going to get directions directly from him. And we can call down and use our authority on Christ to call down these terrorist attacks and confusion in the enemy's camps and uh, make sure that we uh, you know, get through this horrible time frame that's about ready to, to, to probably happen before our eyes. And that is going to shake people awake. God's letting everything shake, right? So what do we do? We hold on to the kingdom that can't be shaken, which is the word of God, which is his kingdom, his heavenly kingdom, right? So we hold on to that hope and we live by faith and not sight. We live by faith and not fear. Don't let fear get a hold of you. There's going to be fear for your from your family, fear from your friends. That's a perfect time, as he said, to witness to them about who the Lord is. It's also the perfect time to wake them up to what the globalists are really doing. Right, and so we know the Balfour Initiative um, just expired. Um, according to SG Anon, we'll be bringing him on the show on I think uh, December sixth, I think it is, um, and he he's he, he's talking about how that basically pulled the Israel government into the rest of the New World Order governments in the West, and uh, therefore when this collapse happens, we're going to be able to clean just like we're going to clean up the U.S. government, we're going to clean up the the Israeli government and the corruption that is there. And so, what I would what I'd ask you guys to do is 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 uh, prepare, as he's talking about, right? Second Amendment, food. Make sure you have healthy water, even if there's no power, even if there's no, um, even even if there is no um, um, electricity for a period of time, uh, especially if there's no communications that you guys have a plan together with your family, and are able to 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 go through some pretty turbulent times here. Um, the the dark period. Make sure you have a Bible. That's a that's a that's a that's a Bible that is um, your your phone might not be working right. You might not be able to charge it up and during that time period. You might want to have a physical Bible right. That uh, that is the version you love. So make sure you have that. Just just think about that plan for that is what I would suggest. Um, I just didn't know uh, uh, Gus if you had any other thoughts about because that was a pretty heavy session that we had with Juan before we wrap up here. It was and what's on my heart. To say I'm glad you gave me the opportunity to talk because I would say uh, stay in the scriptures, study the scriptures, and think about what you would tell a family member, a loved one, what you would tell them to comfort them with scripture, and then tell it to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because ultimately, we got good advice for everybody else, but then we catch ourselves in fear and worry. Let fear, if truly... In, it's the truth because God said all things work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So even this situation, always every situation you come in, think about, Lord, how do I reconcile that? How does this situation work together for my good? Well, let the fear as it starts to rise up, drive you straight to his arms, <laughs> straight to the word of God. And encourage yourself in the word because i can't tell you how many times uh in the past i felt immediately when i start feeling anxious i'll get in the word and anxiety goes right away mm-hmm. you push it pushes out the fear so yeah, yeah. that's it and that's that's exactly what i that's wanted to, nice. to, to make sure is that and, and so and again i would also just um just implore everyone to just get closer to god than you ever have right um, get some that, some of that word in your heart, um, and 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 this is going to be fine. We, the best is yet to come. I said there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of there's a lot of damage when you got false flags and all kinds of uh, evil people running the world. 
um, with all these false fake elections. The best is yet to come. So let's look forward to that. And uh, the way we the way we march in that is uh, let God flow through us. And the way you let God flow through you, you have the word of God in your heart. You're spending time with him. You're listening to him and you're you're acting on what he's telling you to do. Right. So with with that, uh, I'm, I'm real excited. We'd love to have you as part of this ministry, too. If you really want to be in a place with like minded people that are all coming together and living by by faith versus fear and living by faith versus sight, go to the neighborhood down below. You see that down below there, neighborhood.social. You can download it on your phone as well, neighborhood.social. That's where we're kind of getting it all together. You'll also see all the links to everything on blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. If you haven't visited that yet, go ahead and check that out. There's a store there that'll link you to all these uh, patriot companies, all these uh, natural health solutions. Um, it'll also um, bring you into everything that I show you periodically, like the, if you want the, the connection to Kirk Elliott, the connection to the coffee that I love, the the, uh, the different patches that we have for different um, issues, especially with Christmas coming up. Um, that would really help. The shortfall that we have is uh, just jumping in and, and, and shopping from the store and uh, really blessing uh, those companies as well as yourself with great products at the store. Again, you'll see that at neighborhood.social as well as blessedteach.com. Blessedteach.com also takes you to the training. It takes you to the free show notes. Takes you to the free backstage. We'd love to have you backstage here with us on Zoom uh, with these great guests, right? Normally we have questions, but Juan's not the type of guy you interview and ask a lot of questions. <laughs> I think I got two questions in the whole time, right? Um, but anyway, so so I think, I think Teresa has something to share as well. Go ahead, Teresa. Yeah, you're still muted, it looks like. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to say, even if we're sitting in the dark and maybe we don't have our lights available to us, we can always sing praise. Amen. And praise is a weapon and it's a mighty weapon. So don't forget your praise. And I know everybody in this group knows a lot of praise. So just don't forget you always have your praise. Yes, amen. Amen. And as long as we have power, we're going to be uh, going live here. And tomorrow night, join us. We're going to be going to a full hour and a half right after the show. So I do an hour show. Okay. And on Mondays and Thursdays, we do praise and prayer. And so we have we have um, all, uh, 35, we've got 40 plus uh, planned songs that are beautiful, cool. beautiful uh, music videos um, based on some of your favorite praise songs, praise and worship songs with beautiful video as well as the lyrics up there and and scripture attached to, to those verses. And so uh, though I think you really will love that. If you haven't seen that, join us again tomorrow night, right after the show. Shows from five to six. Six o'clock is when praise and prayer starts on Mondays and Thursdays. And then we have word and worship with those same beautiful worship videos where we're studying the word of God, getting our hearts with the praise and have the presence of the Lord come in. And those same things come on a Friday night at five o'clock as well as on Sunday morning at uh, we do Word and Worship at 10 a.m. So love to have you as part of this ministry. Again, go to uh, blessedteach.com or neighborhood.social. Both of those are key, key places where you will find Christian patriots uh, ready to do life with you. We also do a lot of Zoom sessions together to support each other and a lot of training to equip the saints, right? To equip you with uh, what we're gonna need. We're gonna be training a lot on discernment going forward and, uh, and 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 actually deliverance, deliverance from spirits and and, and the damage that that uh, 
the devil's trying to do in these times to get you in fear and get you out of out of out of your health. And we're gonna we want you to be emotionally strong and physically strong. So join us here on the Best Teach Ministry as we go through this together. All right. Hey, with that, we love you all so much. And we're not going to have the training with uh, tonight with Gus because it's so late. Um, but the, the lesson he was going to do tonight, he is going to do tomorrow. He's, he does it at every Wednesday um, after the show. Um, on Wednesdays after our guest goes, uh, we usually go to um, a, a Bible study with Gus. And he'll he'll continue that next Wednesday night. He said tomorrow. Ah. Next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's postponed until next week, not tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's praise and prayer. Friday, Gus and I will be teaching on word and worship on, on the on the gospel of John. I'll be finishing up the book of Hebrews this weekend on word and worship Sunday morning. I love you guys so much. With that, uh, the, the backstagers, if you wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Yeah, Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye, guys. Good night now. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. So long. Love you all right we love y'all i like that dog elizabeth looks like a sweetie does he does he bark with an australian accent all right love y'all we'll see you tomorrow night bye, -bye. bye, -bye. Christian soldiers, we are in this together. We are blessed to teach. We are neighbors. I love that red on you. Good day. Good day, Mike. Good day, Cover.